Hi, welcome back to another episode of Stand on Guard. I'm your host, David Creighton. And when we come back, two numbers to think about today, 80,000 and 60 million. And there's a vast gap between the two of them. So we are in a very precarious position in this country. We need political change, but we also need the resolve to resist. Yes, and as you see, Sasha the Cat ringing the bell, please do so. Like the station, be with us. Help us out if you can. It's much appreciated. But we need to beat the YouTube algorithm, and we need to beat true to a censorship. So please like us now. If you haven't, ring the bell. Give us a thumbs up. And subscribe. And make sure you still are subscribed, in case you've been taken off that. Before I get into the meat of today's news, I want to thank so many of you, hundreds of you, who sent comments in on my last broadcast after learning of uh, that my little Sasha has been taken away. The angels came for Sasha last weekend. Thank you so much for your comments, for your empathy, for your sympathy, your understanding. Your kind words, it means so much uh, right now. I can't tell you how much it means, and it's much appreciated. And it's hard. Monday morning, you have to get up and keep living, and that's hard to do sometimes for all of us. But there is so much in life that is still worth living for, and doing this show is one of them. So thanks for watching today. Of course, the big news today is AdScan and the Auditor General revealing two numbers. She said this program, which was a disaster from the very beginning, all it did was prevent people from coming into Canada or back to Canada, should have cost $80,000. $80,000, that's with a T. It ended up costing $60 million. The Auditor General thinks but you can't be sure. You know why? Because the program was so bad that she can't do an adequate accounting. It's impossible. Now, let's just listen to this exchange here. Thank you very much for being here today. Did Canadian taxpayers get value for money from Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's government on the $60 million Arrive Can app? So we concluded that um, the public service did not ensure that Canada received best value for money. I would tell you that we paid too much for this application. You described it uh, as um, the Trudeau government having, quote, glaring disregard for management practices, end quote, and poor record keeping, a lack of basic due diligence, and that you were, quote, unable to determine the precise cost of the Arrive Can app, end quote. So $60 million is an estimate. Is that correct? Um, yes, we estimated that it would it cost around $59.5 million. There could be amounts there that should not be linked to Arrive Can, but there also could be amounts that are, that are linked to Arrive Can that were not flagged in the books um, and linked to that project. So, it, so it's reasonable to say that it, it could be more than $60 million. 
it's reasonable to say that we've put together the best estimate, but it took a lot of effort. We had to go through um, many journal entries all the way back down to uh, task authorizations to see whether or not items were linked to a RiveCan. Professional judgment right. was needed. Yes. Right. All right. Are you hearing this the way I am? $60 million is an estimate. It could be more. And the reason it's an estimate is that this program was so poorly administered that the Auditor General is unable to come up with an exact figure, and she says, yes, it's probably a lot more. Now, I think in normal times, this would be enough to push a government out of office through a non-confidence motion, because clearly this is a crime. Maybe not one for which Justin Trudeau is going to go to jail for. But this is criminal. Stealing taxpayer dollars, like squandering them on a useless program that did absolutely nothing for anybody except get friends of the Liberal Party richer. And that's all this program succeeded in doing. And this is a, an outrage. But I don't see the NDP threatening to overthrow or to change their their close proximity to the Liberal government. I don't see the NDP saying, the coalition's over. I don't see the NDP saying, no more nice guy. We're not going to keep propping up the Liberal government. Because the NDP and Jagmeet Singh are in Justin Trudeau's pocket, and they will remain in his pocket no matter what he continues to do with your tax dollars. So this is a power play. And the Bloc Québécois will continue to prop up Justin Trudeau as we learned last December. There's a secret deal between those two, the Bloc and the Liberals. So we're not going to see a non-confidence motion. We should see the downfall of this government over this travesty, over this outrage, but we're not. Now, Pierre Pauly, a conservative leader, Pierre Pauly have brought this up today in a news conference, but I want to show you this exchange because you recall my last episode was about how Bell Media has fired 4,800 journalists just after Justin Trudeau, of course, announced in the fall economic update that he would be subsidizing the mainstream media more than he already has. He's already subsidizing the mainstream media by paying for reporters' jobs. So what does Bell Media do? They go and fire all the reporters. CTV is a, is a skeleton of what it was. Of course, this is going to make Justin mad because he thought he bought off all those journalists. He thought they were in his pocket. Now they're looking for unemployment. And what happened to this backroom deal he had with the mainstream media? Ah. We'll, I'll grease your palms if you continue to give me good media. Give me good press. The money will keep coming. They're not playing the game the way Justin wants them to. But here's an excellent exchange today between Polyev and a Canadian press reporter who tries to make the ridiculous assertion that Polyev somehow is doesn't care about jobs. He just wants to see people fired. And... Polyev puts the reporter in her place by saying the government, the federal government, should not be buying off journalists. We should not be subsidizing the mainstream media. This is a great exchange. Let's watch. Your agenda to axe the tax, build the homes, fix the budget, stop the crime, axe the tax, build the homes, fix the budget, 
stop the crime. It's common sense. Let's bring it home. Why did your party want to grant over $100 million in regulatory relief to the mainstream media? We don't want to give uh, any tax dollars to the mainstream media. We, our belief is that the mainstream media and all... Do you decision then, uh, your party's decision no. to grant regulatory okay. relief? So I'll, I'll answer your question. Uh, the media that is bought and paid for, which, where are you from, by the way? Which, which outlet are you in? Which outlet? Which outlet? Canadian Press. Ah, okay, Canadian Press. So you're talking about tax dollars for media. Is, isn't CBC your biggest... No, isn't, no, I, I can answer... Okay, let's get this straight. This reporter's making an accusation. First of all, she's saying it's the conservatives who wanted regulatory relief for the mainstream media. Where did that come from? Anyone who's been listening knows that Polyev and the conservatives have been against subsidies for the mainstream media, and they want to defund the CVC of its $1.3 billion. So Polly's right to say, hold it, stop. Where is this question coming from? It's inaccurate. And regulatory relief to the mainstream. With a clear agenda to axe the tax and not bail for repeat violent offenders. And we will. Violent offenders. And we will. Regulatory relief to the mainstream media. We don't want to give uh, any tax dollars to the mainstream media. We, our belief is that the mainstream media and all... Decision, then? Uh, your party's decision no. to grant regulatory okay. relief? So I'll, I'll answer your question. Uh, the media that is bought and paid for... Which, where are you from, by the way? Which, which outlet are you in? Which outlet? Which outlet? Canadian Press. Ah, okay. Canadian Press. So you're talking about tax dollars for media. Is, isn't CBC your biggest... No, isn't, no, I, I can answer... Yeah, and uh, you want an answer? Party want to grant want... 100 million dollars in Sorry. regulatory relief to the mainstream media. When would you like me to respond? Okay. Good. Okay, great. So, of course, you are a tax-funded media outlet and uh, spreading Justin Trudeau's message. Why did you And and, and so you're you're, you're interrupting me again. You're interrupting me again. I am answering the question. Do you regret granting 100 million dollars in regulatory relief? To the mainstream media, your question is false. So, if you can allow me to correct your falsehoods, then we can we can answer the question directly. So, false. Canadian conservatives do not believe in giving tax dollars to media outlets. That's Justin Trudeau. That's Justin Trudeau. That's Justin Trudeau. Okay. If you if you don't want me to answer the question, I'll move on to someone else. You're you're a tax you're a tax funded mouthpiece to the PMO. That's the reality. So, question answered. You committed. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. But you're heckling. Are you, going to, are you going to let me answer the question, or are you just going to heckle on behalf of Justin Trudeau? Which is it? I would love the answer. Great. So our, our party does not support tax dollars for media outlets, because that's when we end up with biased media like you, who come here and articulate the PMO talking points, rather than uh, delivering uh, real news to the Canadian people. Justin Trudeau gave Bell Media and other media tax dollars supposedly to protect media jobs. And then what happened? They all got laid off. So that, so that the supposed justification for giving, giving Bell all this money was that it was going to save media jobs. Well, they all got fired. So I guess that wasn't the real reason for giving tax dollars to the media. The real reason was for him to buy support from the media, which is what it actually did. So we believe that media should be driven by readership, 
viewership and listenership, and that's what allows it to, to represent the Canadian people rather than taking marching orders from the PMO. Okay. Exactly what I was saying on the weekend in my last broadcast. Has all of this money, as Trudeau has shuffled over to the mainstream media, didn't save a single job, and they are playing games with him. And this is all a grant scheme, in the end, just to buy off the media. But sometimes the media just isn't cooperating, and it's going to fire these journalists. And so, really, this is, as Polyev says, this is about government control of the means of communication in this country. This is a very frightening concept. You don't want the government buying off your national media. And I think, you know, and Polyev is probably the first conservative prime minister of the modern era, at least, who stands up to the national media and says, we're not going to take the premise of that question. We're not accepting the premise of that question. We're not going to take the bullshit. Watch, excuse my language. We're not going to start from where you want me to start, because it's not true. I mean, what absolute balderdash. Where did this reporter come up with the idea that the conservatives who wanted some regulatory framework around the national media? Clearly, it's been Justin Trudeau who's been hawking this for quite some time. But good for Polyev. By the way, I had a, a comment the other day when somebody says, I never say anything about the People's Party of Canada and Maxime Bernier. That's nonsense. I've interviewed Maxime. I'm going to have him on again as soon as possible. Maxime is not in the House of Commons, and unfortunately, that's where most of the news is made. And you know I call out Polyev when I disagree with him on anything, especially Ukraine. I'm not supporting, and I'm not propping up the Conservative Party position on Ukraine. And I have commended Maxime Bernier for being stronger on a lot of other issues. He's a personal friend, and he always will be. But I got to report what's actually happening in the House, and it was Pierre Polyev saying the good things today at a news conference. But thanks. For noting, I will always defend myself against that kind of accusation because I'm in no politician's pocket. I never will be. I've worked in the past for members of parliament, and I'm free from that today. I'm an independent journalist. I work for the new media, and I say what I please. That was the title of George Orwell's column for years, as I please, because he liked to talk that way too. And I do want to speak freely. So that's what happened today. Let's go back to this fascinating exchange between conserv Ontario Conservative MP Michael Barrett and the Auditor General. Just to, to quote um, the key facts from your report, it says, quote, this made it impossible to accurately attribute costs to projects, end quote, with respect to the... Um, to the poor record keeping. You've been investigating billions of dollars in government spending uh, over your tenure as Auditor General. Would you say that the Trudeau government's arrive can is the worst that you've seen? So I looked at a lot of contracting that happened uh, during during the pandemic when the Public Service was act to act quickly. 
um, and um, you know serve the public. Uh, this would probably be the, the first example that I've seen where there is such a glaring disregard for some of the most basic and fundamental policies and rules and controls. Wow. Can't make it any clearer than that, can we? Very honest, succinct, and accurate statement from the Auditor General today and the Public Accounts Committee. This is an outrage. And I hope we see the mainstream media follow up on this. It's, it is outrageous to me how little reporting is done on Trudeau's scandals. They have allowed him to get away with so much over his eight years in power. This is another scandal. But will it go the way of the SNC-Lavalin scandal and so many others? Will it be forgotten? Will it be committed to the dustbin of Canadian political history? I hope not. I hope we see some action on this, and I hope we see the mainstream media do their job, because they need to start doing it. And we need to defund the CBC and stop subsidizing all mainstream media, because it tends not to do the job it needs to do when that happens. Thank you for watching today, and thank you again for your beautiful, thoughtful, touching, and poignant comments on my last broadcast when I talked about the departure of my dear cat, Sasha. She is so missed, and it is like losing a dear family member, as indeed she was. Thank you for continuing to watch this program, for your support. And I'll be back tomorrow with a great interview with the incredible Neil Oliver. He's the archaeologist from Scotland who has turned into a firebrand political pundit who is taking the media not only on social media, but on traditional media, on GBN, Great Britain News by storm. He is phenomenal. He speaks truth, and he is a very thoughtful and articulate man, and I can't wait to talk to him tomorrow. So that's coming up tomorrow and Stand on Guard. My guest will be Neil Oliver, the phenomenal Neil Oliver. Please watch it. You will not be disappointed. Thank you for watching today, and God bless you.